going out across the western spiral arm of the galaxy. This is KGDN. And now, news attainment. Brought to you by the general feeling of doom and gloom in the universe. Yes, hello. Good evening, or morning, or afternoon, or whatever time of day it happens to be in the variety of the universe in question. I am your usual host. And, uh, well, it's actually been a comparatively good week, so my new version of the intro bit was slightly, you know, um, misleading. But at the same time, it's usually true. Um... I suppose the first thing I should do is my contractually obligatory um, intro jingle because, you know, otherwise people might get grumpy at me. Um, now, it's very important that I don't get sidetracked by thinking of any other show that's ever existed. So I can't think of the Gilmore Girls again. Oh, damn. Or Charmed. Double damn. Uh, okay, anyway, um, let's go for it then. News, 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 attainment. And I would have put the West Wing jingle into the um my jingle, but unfortunately it's kind of without lyrics, so dun 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 is that all you can get. Uh yeah. The top story well, the main story this week is going to be the fact that there's a new um, person in the White House. Um, it's another man in his 70s, but it's a different man in his 70s. This one's a centrist Democrat rather than a um, right-wing, slightly, dis uh, very unhinged nutjob. Um, it's an important, you know, distinction between the two. Um, and it meant that, you know, Trump is finally, you know, out of the house. Um, I will confess, here at KGGN Studios, we were watching um, the inauguration um, broadcast with a slightly um, tentative worry that something might happen. Um, turns out that, like most of the inauguration ceremonies, way too much kind of unimportant trivial stuff happened, like Lady Gaga singing, for instance. Like, you know, I can get some pomp and circumstances, except, you know, there's still a pandemic going around. Maybe don't have a great big huge gathering, but, you know, I suppose this is what happens when sort of uh, the uh, putchers come and storm the capital. Um, people decide, actually, I think we need to go for a bigger thing to show that we're not, you know, being scared by the um, attempted domestic terrorism, I guess. Um, but yeah, before I get into, you know, the new... Um, the dawn of a new age of Aquarius, I mean America. Um, I do need to first touch upon some um, UKNR news. Um, Bombgate is still in its third week. Um, I'm not sure at this stage how easy it is going to be to come apart. Uh, and also, due to the discovery last night, the shock news that Pat Squage is absurdly and ridiculously really into the Teletubbies, um, we went and uh, sent uh, some investigative journalists of ours out to find out some more information. And so we were able to interview the, um, the, the, uh, the woman who, voiced, uh, who was the baby. Um, now we've had to um, 
I'm having to read off the transcript because she's quite um, shy and withdrawing. Uh, mostly because, you know, she's most famous for chuckling as, in a gurgly kind of way as a small child. So, uh, on asked what her opinions were about Pat Squage really liking the show, she commented as follows. I don't fucking care about that. For God's sake, I was a baby at the time. I'm 21 years old now. Can you please leave me alone about the Teletubbies? Although that said, Pat Squage, it's really weird that you're into the Teletubbies. Um, we then reached out to talk to the vacuum cleaner, um, which was difficult because the vacuum cleaner has actually been in um, hiding since the terrible things that it was exposed to on the set of the show. You see, the Teletubbies treated that poor creature like it was some kind of pet. And it wasn't a pet, it was a weird robotic vacuum cleaner type thing. And as such, its artificial intelligence has removed it away from the world of men. So I sent my toaster to speak to it. Um, I didn't understand a word that they said. Uh, that said, um, I did get from the Hoover this statement. Oh, Tommy Custard. Ah, that's the stuff. Um, unfortunately, it turns out that the vacuum cleaner has a crippling tubby custard uh, addiction that it has struggled with all these years and I don't think it's ever ever going to recover from. We reached out to some of the other cast members and Pat Poe has a very special message for you. Uh oh! Oh and uh, Tinky Winky wasn't gay, she was trans. Um, anyway, moving on to you know more conventional news stories. Good news on the LGBT rights in the United States and that is that one of the first things that Joe Biden did on the 20th of January was sign a new executive order. It's quite sexy and beautiful. And this executive order is to prevent and combat discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. Essentially it's trying to reverse all the stuff Trump did. Mostly that was Joe Biden's week to be fair was reversing everything that he could immediately that Donald Trump did. A certain group of people were very, very, very upset about the whole not being allowed to discriminate on the basis of our gender identity. Um, I'm going to be nice and call them friends of JK Rowling because, well, JK Rowling seems to have some kind of solidarity with them these days and I'm just not going to refer to them by the term that they don't like. At the same time, I'm not going to go around calling them um, trans-exclusionists because frankly that's a bit just too simplified. And if I call them arseholes, then, well, I'd get bored and also there are too many arseholes, I need to be able to differentiate some. But yes, anyway, it's a fairly long document, but essentially what it's saying is everyone needs to legally cut out the, you know, being mean to trans and gay people, which, you know, is lovely. Um, basically, it's none of, there's nobody's business apart from the people whose, you know, direct business it is, which, by and large, if you're asking yourself, is this my business, the answer is, it's none of your business. So, you know, if you happen to be part of the LGBT spectrum, then your business is the group as a whole and your particular part of it but that said you shouldn't be telling other people as part of the group how they should be living if you're not part of the lgbt group um it's not really any of your business at all um, particularly not about say people's genitals or who they want to go to bed with i'm glad everyone's now caught up 
shouldn't really be a thing that I'm having to explain this in the 2020s, but this is the world we live in. Boris Johnson decided to, you know, call Joe Biden. Uh, it was his first call since the inauguration, and it happened earlier today, Sunday, for those who are not listening live. Boris Johnson was keen to emphasise the importance of a US-UK relationship and continuing to deepen our diplomatic ties and alliances. Please can that not be code for we're going to join the next war that you guys decide to fight. Actually, um, Joe, can you just like not invade any countries like at all in the next eight years? Seriously, it's just really annoying because it seems like our special relationship is pretty much we go and help out with your wars, which is kind of annoying. And then, you know, people die. Also, Boris Bolzer, Pillock, uh, raised the benefits of a UK-US trade deal during the phone call, probably in the tone of, please give us a trade deal. We need it. Otherwise, people are going to get really grumpy about the whole Brexit thing at some point when they realise that there's a lot less money coming into the country and I need people to like me. This is the reason why I'm so bad in a pandemic crisis. Pfoah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit, you know, tired, so my whole capacity for me able to do impressions is somewhat um, buggered at the moment. I suppose we should do my bit of Brexit news as it seems to segue over nicely. Um, it's a comparatively short bit of um, Brexit news. Um, in fact, there's only one bit of Brexit news this time. I've been very, very restrained. At least I think there's only one bit of Brexit. No, no, there's technically two. Yeah, I lie. Anyway, the good news is... Well, sorry, not the good news. The terrible news is... Well, it's more pragmatic news. The government's position towards companies affected by Brexit is to set up another company in the European Union to get around border issues, which, well, yeah, that was basically the advice that has been going around since people decided to vote for Brexit. So it's nice to know that our new trading relationships are off to a good start. If you want to go trade over there, then you need to set up another country. I mean, in theory, if, you know, you should be set, you should set up offices in every single country on the world that you plan to uh, trade into, apparently in order to, you know, get around these things. But yeah, so this is the bit of business advice. If you seek to import-export into the European Union, then what you've got to do is move some staff over to the EU and open up a business there, and then, you know, send them back to your parent company. Please have the parent company in the UK because the government needs you to pay taxes. Um, yeah, so there you go. There's my free business advice for you today. Obviously, I don't usually give business advice because, you know, I'm not Evan Davis. I have smaller ears. Um, I feel bad. I feel bad about saying that now. I mean, I quite like him in Dragon's Den, apart from when he makes appalling puns. Puns are my thing. I mean, sure, you're older than me and you've been broadcasting longer than me, but puns are me territory. I don't know. Maybe I'll go and do your business show for you. See how you like do it. Actually, you probably wouldn't care. Maybe I should go off and do news night for you. That's kind of what I already do. And I'd probably do it just as well as you do, actually. Yeah, never mind. Not entirely sure why I'm so um, bothered about, you know, Evan Davies tonight. I think I'm just in a weird mood. Um, oh yes, I suppose I should go on to the people who are not happy about the inauguration. Well, actually, the end of the Trump presidency. Giggs and Gozar, um, who were, well, 
let's just say that they were lawmakers who are a bit too close to being with the capital rioters. Asked for pardons for the capital riot because they're going, oh shit, we could get into trouble for this. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't get them. <laughs> Which is, you know, a bit awkward, I grant you, but um, there's quite a list of people who didn't get them. Unfortunately, a lot of cronies of Trump did get them. However, the Trumpster himself didn't give himself one because uh, one of his lawyers, you know, one of the few competent lawyers he had, um, was like, no, you really shouldn't do this. Um, none of his kids have had pardons either. So, you know, eh, it turns out your father may genuinely not like you as much as you, you know, barely expect. Um, oh, and uh, Joe Exotic is very, 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 very disappointed in you, Donald, because you did not give him a Trump uh, pardon either. He had a limo waiting outside of his prison, waiting with lawyers, quite a few lawyers, and champagne. He had it sitting there waiting for hours. He was standing by that phone, waiting for the call to say that you, he'd been pardoned, and you didn't give it to him, and he's very upset with you. He might not vote for you. Oh, wait, hang on, Felon. Won't be able to vote for you anyway. He's very disappointed for you. He also won't be able to run for president again. Um, that said, um, Mr. Exotic, I really don't care for you. Um, that said, the poor, you know, big cats that you had chained in quite small enclosures, I'm happy to give you good news. Um, I'll get Pat to talk to one of his cats and see if they can provide a translation over. Um, my big cat's a bit rusty. <clears throat> also, in um, British coronavirus news, I'm going to be dropping in and out of um, coronavirus news. I'm trying to do it in smaller doses. Uh, much like the immunisations, the pandemic seems to be better done in a staggered, uh, staggered delivery. Not too far apart, mind you, which is one of the news stories this week, but not the one I'm actually doing. So I've now done two. I'm doing two shots back to back. This may kill you. If it does kill you, can you let me know in IRC and I will change it in the podcast version so that there's another new story in between the two things. Or this might have just separated them out enough. I'm not sure how this works. Anyway, the government are considering paying 500 quid to anyone who tests positive in order to get them to self-isolate. Um, could you just pay me 500 quid? I'll, I'll tell people that I've got it. Um... I mean, I almost certainly haven't. I've got a bit of an infected jaw at the moment, but, you know, that's doesn't seem to be a symptom, so... Um, but that said, I would like the 500 quid. I like 500 quids. Like, money's nice. I buy things with it. Like, maybe some new shoes for the editor, Felina. She might like some new shoes. Her, um... Well, her walking shoes are buggered, again. Um, but she's got her new heels, so she's fine with it. Oh yes, this week Google threatened to withdraw their search engine from Australia, which means they'd have to go back to Ask Jeeves probably, or Yahoo. I mean, it's not so. I mean, it's a good thing that Microsoft never got into the search engine market. They'd probably call it something really stupid like Bing or Cortana. You know, a really stupid name like that. Wouldn't go anywhere. Also, Republicans are seeking to delay Donald Trump's trial because, you know, they want to get him a fair trial, which, I mean, it's going to be a bit difficult to get him a trial when nobody knows about him. And the um, Beckhams, you know, that rather dopey-looking 
footballer and his actually pretty, you know, attractive wife. They've paid themselves £21 million this last year, despite the fact that their business made a loss because, you know, pandemic. Um, I just thought you should all be very well aware that they have made quite a bit of money and they're quite happy. So, you know, that's the important thing is that they are really, really happy with, you know, their condition. Back to the coronavirus. Israel has managed to vaccinate a quarter of their population and have started to vaccinate 16 to 18 year olds ahead of their exams, which, you know, it's kind of an impressive feat. So congratulations, Israel. Also, oh, yes, I need to break some sad news to everyone. And this is that yesterday, the uh, monarch of uh, American talk shows died at the age of 87. That's why Larry King, who has over his career, uh, career interviewed 50,000, uh, conducted about 50,000 interviews across his six decades of, you know, broadcasting. Uh, 25 years of those broadcasts were as the host of the Larry King live show, which obviously won't be called that anymore. He he died due to complications of COVID by the look of it, seeing as he was in hospital for treatment earlier this month for COVID-19. But yeah, he's had a lot of health problems in recent years, including a number of heart attacks. He's been married eight times to seven women and had five children. I'm assuming one of those marriages was a do-over. Although it would have been interesting if he'd been married seven times to eight women. And unfortunately two of his children died last year within weeks of each other. But yes, he interviewed many, many famous, uh, famous people and important people. Um, so on one end of the spectrum, he interviewed Nelson Mandela. At the opposite end of the spectrum, he interviewed Lady Gaga. Now, obviously, which which side's the famous end of the spectrum and which side's the important end of the spectrum is not for me to say as a humble news presenter. I'm just saying that I definitely have a preference. Also, I find it really weird that, you know, the outfit Lady Gaga chose to... I mean, don't get me wrong, it was kind of subdued for Lady Gaga, but it was also really loud for the general, like, ceremony. Anyway, uh, a man in Australia has returned after being missing for 18 days and he survived on mushrooms. Uh, unfortunately, none of them were magical, so he wasn't able to, you know, merge with the universe and become one. Because if it had, he'd have been able to rematerialise himself, you know, at home somewhere. But no, this is still good. Um, that said, he is suffering from exposure, obviously. Been lost for 18 days. But he's otherwise safe and well and is probably going to be comparatively healthier than well anyone who's managed to pick up the coronavirus recently speaking of which see nice seamless segue there until i pointed it out the south africa coronavirus variant has moved to the uk we've had 77 cases of it in the uk which means that we may end up with the south african um you know uh strain meeting and melding and just you know, mutating with the UK strain. Um, or maybe we'll just have somebody who gets all three strains at once. Oh, wait, four strains. There's another. There's a the, um, Scandinavian strain, isn't there? Anyway, the uh, point is we're all doomed. Doomed, doomed to buggery and doomed. Um, in space news, um, the man who insists on naming things um, with the letters S, E and X, Elon Musk, has managed to, through his SpaceX company, see, uh, achieve a world record for the number of satellites launched at one go. 
He launched 143 satellites out of one uh, rocket um, earlier today, yesterday. Anyway, this beats the previous record of 104 satellites carried at aloft, which was by an Indian vehicle in 2017. Now, um, Richard Branson, I know that you're desperately trying to go into space, but if you want to one-up um, Elon Musk, I'm afraid that means that you're going to have to do 144 satellites. Alternatively, get your ass to Mars. Actually, could you and Elon Musk just get your asses to Mars? Seriously, um, I've kind of gotten fed up with you both. I mean, sure, in the grand scheme of things, I suppose, of the two of you, I guess I prefer you, Richard Branson. But, I mean, could you both go away? Oh, yes, the other bit of Brexit sort of news. The former Brexit um, MEP, Robert Rowland, who is an, yet another of those city boys who made lots and lots of money under, you know, being part of the European Union, and then once they made their money and left the city, decided that the European Union and anyone who wants to make, mo make money under it, let's go. He died in his home in the Bahamas after a diving accident. I mean, he didn't technically die at home, I'm just saying he lives in the Bahamas. Uh, he represented the southeast of England at the European Parliament from July 2019 until January 2020, when he fucked off to live in the Bahamas. You may say that I'm being, you know, a bit mean to the guy, seeing as he's dead, but at the same time, fucked off out the country as soon as we definitely started to leave the European Union, so, you know, clearly he wasn't that bothered about being part of the brave new world of Britain. Uh, that said, Nigel Farage, twat, has paid tribute to him as a larger-than-life character and an enthusiastic Brexit supporter. He was apparently former Brexit Party MEP David Bull has said that he is beyond devastated, added that Robert was a wonderful friend and colleague, which, yeah, he probably was a nice person to people he liked. That's kind of the same thing for everyone. In YouTube news, Jojo Siwa has come out and she says that she's never been so happy. And the only reason I'm reporting this as news is because Ellen DeGeneres decided to immediately jump on this in order to show that she's, you know, still nice. She still wants to, you know, be nice. So she's come out in support of the 17-year-old on social media. I'm kind of hoping that somebody was like, yeah, no, too soon, Ellen, go away for a while. Uh, oh, and ASOS has decided to join the race to buy Topshop, Topman and Miss Selfridge. To be honest, I'm surprised Top Man is still a company. Uh, I was remembering the other day about the time that the chief executive of Top Man said in an interview with the, what was it, the Financial Times, that, that the reason that they were stopping selling suits was because Top Man customers were football hooligans who, you know, would only want to wear a suit at a job interview or in court for their first appearance. And it's like, uh, you know, maybe don't be a twat about your own customers. Uh, he, you know, the company had a 1% dip in the stock market and he was then fired. I'm sorry, no, he got promoted to being chairman of the Arcade, um, boss of the Arcadia group for a while, which just goes to show if you're shitty to chavs, you apparently will go far in life. Hence the reason why I just refer to them as chavs. So please make me the head of a business where I don't have to do any, uh, any work, but not the Arcadia group because I don't think they have enough money to pay me. Um, and Taiwan is reporting that there are large incursions by Chinese warplanes um, at the second day running. This is not, you know, part of the good news segment. This is just part of the whole holy shit, we might end up with a, you know, rather 
unfortunate war um because you know taiwan is kind of exposed and there's kind of been an understanding that the u.s will help out taiwan in the event of a thing although technically they aren't you know recognized as a country sports news manchester united in you know their decision to go and beat up a pool which contained a load of livers um fortunately this was not chester's united men uh, which is a far-right uh, movement um, who believes in the destruction of all livers regardless of condition and who owns them but yeah uh, also in other news the um, make armadillos grey again movement has been um, exposed to a backlash in the media due to their initials MAGA apparently people online don't know that they are not nothing to do with make America great again Although I do admit that their hats and their stationery all look the same. Uh, in other news, Donald Trump seemed to have offloaded a load of merchandise to that particular organisation re recently. Uh, he needed to pay for his, you know, travel to get away. Basically, he was trying to buy a plane ticket to Russia. Um, unfortunately, the uh, flight got cancelled. Uh, oh, and Melania Trump decided to fuck off away from Donald as soon as they got off the plane in Florida. She was like, nope, I don't want to talk in front of the cameras, so bye. So yeah, that was definitely a true story about the armadillos, not one that I've recycled as a joke from earlier. Nope, that definitely wouldn't be me. Speaking of which, there was something else I was going to um, cover on the Trump front, because, you know, I'm about to go into February, which means I won't be able to do Trump stories anymore until the impeachment trial actually takes place, the trial takes place in the Senate, um, which will probably be after Biden's 100 days. I'm sure he'll still be back making news stories, which means I can't retire the character. But yeah, anyway, that's... Oh, actually, yes, I'll probably have a couple more sports stories. The weather forecast, by the way, is fucking cold! I wish it bloody warm up. And snow is annoying when you have to travel through it. I don't mind snow when I'm just staying at home. By the way, please stay in your homes. Because of snow, but more to the point, the pandemics. And don't go into other people's homes. And if you are a lodger of someone, don't bring somebody round yes you may want to have sex with somebody but don't break your license contract terms or the law doing it sports 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 attainment goal in one Yeah, this woman called Chelsea, she beat up the city of uh, the town of Luton three times. They managed to get one kick in. Um, Brentford, which I think has something to do with the office, um, were beaten up by Leicester. Burnley beat Fum, uh, Fulham um, 3-0. Oh yeah, and Man United won some kind of FA Cup thing. Uh, don't go to Sheffield on Wednesday because Everton's beaten them 3-0. Oh yes, and in sports news, the Packers are fighting back, um, which is good. And a load of pirates called um, who, you know, steal things from on land are apparently in the lead. And yeah, that's the sports news. Anyway, up next is the absolutely... Oh, hang on. The Eagles also beat the Lions in the BBL Cup. Um, oh, and 
the Ospreys are fighting back and have beaten up some guy in Connaught. That's all the sports news. Up next is the Fantastic Chimp, and I'm assuming a Dan will be there as well. Sorry, a Late for Dinner will be there as well. Um, I've already had my dinner. It was haggis. It was delicious. Uh, I had tomorrow's haggis as well, because it was going to be a two-day thing, because it's supposed to be for four people. I get greedy with haggis. But yeah. I th yes, Chimp, I do believe that football is the one with the feet. Um, I also do believe that there are balls involved. Um, I think they might be white and black, those balls. You know, in like weird hexagon things. But yes. Anyway, no, Chimp, uh, Ellen's not nice. But yes, the fantastic and irreplaceable Chimp will be on next with the um, Chimp casting, where they will be talking about possibly some of the things that I just mentioned as the news. Um, and probably doing being more factually accurate and actually featuring, you know, recordings of people saying things that they're allowed to do, but I don't because I'm lazy. Oh yes, I just remembered the uh, news story that I was sure I'd forgotten from earlier is that in Oklahoma a lawmaker has proposed a bill that will create a Bigfoot hunting season. Completely coincidentally, I have heard a rumour going around that Donald Trump is in fact a chupacabra. I'm not saying these things are related, I'm just saying that it's just an interesting thing to note. Anyway, um, that's that for that surprise bonus news story. Anyway, that's it for my show. I will not be doing the outro jingle because I'm feeling lazy again. And so all that is left for me to say is... Bye!